so let's move seamlessly now. Sorry to interrupt your ceremony. It's nothing personal. I just want to devour your god. This is like some gravity treatment. M-O-L-M-M. That feels apocryphal, but I'll take it. No, it's true. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. I mean, that is made for undiscerning days. I'll just auto-tune that, put a little guitar solo at the end. Perfect. Please. All right. <laughs> Six hours later. Y'all done got digitally painted. <laughs> Welcome to Men of Low Moral Fiber, the special holiday 2023 episode. I am your host, Jason Helms. Uh, As always, I do the intros and I write them and they're very scripted and carefully thought out. Uh, With me, as always, is the person who cannot write an intro to save his life. That is Ben Helms. What are we doing here? See? I always get locked in the bathtub. And Corey scripted all of this for me to read. I am wow, reading it obviously. with the hesitations. She's a writer. She wrote this all yeah, in. That's what and I do. Here we are. Hey, look, it's Corey. Woo. Hey, everyone, look. Sick reference. All right. So, as always, our holiday episode is uh, very organized, very scripted. Um, I think we even have like a system for like who introduces who that Ben can teach me in the Google Doc in a moment. It's color coordinated. It never works. Every single time I just end up staring blankly at it. It's true. Uh, but what do the colors mean? copy and paste it somewhere or something? The color means I that, didn't this that's time. Just every third one is the same color, right? Cool. So A is the same color as D is the same color as G. And should stop the, this. Stop this. Should uh, the person who starts talking to introduce the the award be the first person who will name their award. Okay. Right. For for some reason, we didn't play a lot of Corey games this season. Uh, says the notes. Although I feel like all we played was Corey games. Uh, <laughs> I, we try to do it so it's like a third of them, right? We try to take turns. It well, doesn't always work out like that. Doesn't always. Doesn't always work out. Uh, no, I did not. I wasn't saying not games that I picked or games I didn't pick. I meant <laughs> games that um, were not in my wheelhouse to play yeah. for various reasons. Oh, that we just, you weren't on the podcast. Games that we picked that Corey bailed on. It was like, no, no, no. Wow. Well, some of them were like on the computer and I can't play it yeah. on here. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> That's true. I'm just saying, consider the Corrigan this year. Consider consider her also all of us had health issues uh they were awesome yeah. they were great we're all doing better we're not it's not true but some of us are doing better in some ways we'll get into details yeah, it's uh true. at some point i'm sure we'll talk about my testes it's it's great i just like to point out that i put this reese's piece in my mouth and then i thought I shouldn't chew stuff during this podcast, and I spit it back out. Oh, wow. Oh, Thank you. Thank you is what I mean. <laughs> wow. I appreciate that. <laughs> Just yeah. want you to appreciate that. And also, if you saw me suddenly spitting yeah. Reese's pieces out, that's why. I'm just excited for an hour from now when Corey's like, why are we still recording? By the why way, are we perfect, still here? Perfect I've Corey go. Perfect yeah. Corey. Oh, this is me. I'm Corey. That's exactly what I talk like. That's exactly what I talk like. <laughs> it's almost as good as Mark's Marge Simpson Corey impression. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go. I know what is I. I have no concept of what I've sound. I sound like based on other people's imitations of me. I don't know if any of this conversation is going into the holiday episode, but I do know that it will be in the bloopers section of the holiday episode. Woo. So far, we've gotten through one A, one A, and B. Now we're on to one A two. Yeah, yeah. Keep it rolling, and here we are on here. to B, which is whoop, whoop, whoop. special in memoriam uh, section. 
uh, for those who join oh us God. along the way. In the heart of I was Asia, literally about to sing it. The arms of the angel remember, in memoriam just means we like to remember people, people we lost <laughs> track of this year after they were on our, our episodes. These are guests. Right. Uh, they are not dead people. These are yeah. our guests. The people that we did not send gift baskets to after they joined us. Uh, I yes. have not yes. seen Keo since that, that episode. Was, yeah, tough. You didn't see him during the episode either. That's true. That's a good point. That's true. <laughs> Yet another non-Corey game because she uh, couldn't physically play it because it was on a system she didn't have. Right, Cor? No, no, I could play that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, that you, was me noping out. Corey, it's your turn to thank someone that we love. We have to do an order. Oh, we love Gabby, <laughs> who played Don't Starve with us. And that was a delightfully fun episode. Gabby was amazing to have on this podcast. So thank you, Gabby, for coming here and playing with us and just being a delightful nerd, just like the rest of us. I don't even have a picture in my brain of what that game looked like. That's how noped out of that <laughs> game I was. But it seemed like you, I edited the episode. It seemed like y'all had but a great Gabby time. But Gabby had a great time with yeah. it. And that's what really matters. That's all that matters in this segment of the outline. <laughs> and Keo loved it, too. Thank, oh, special, nice. special thanks to Keo, Disco Elysium. Pancaked by a dump truck. <laughs> Tiny Dinky Daffy, 92. Pancaked by drunk dump truck driver. Jarvis! Oh, baby Jarvis! Harley Harvey Jarvis. Jarvis. <laughs> Oh my God! God damn it, Harley Jarvis! Uh, speaking of Harley Jarvis, thank you to Tyler and Richard for joining us on the pod. As always, Tyler for Jedi Survivor, Richard, of course, as Indiana Jones. Also, I found out there's way more Indiana Jones games in researching for that episode. For some reason, I thought it was just Fate of Atlantis and Last Crusade, but those were like the original Lucasfilm game, LucasArts ones. But there's a bunch of really bad Indiana Jones games out there, games that we have oh, yet to well. play. So have yet to play. Richard's coming back on. Just crack the surface. Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> All right. Starting off with a holiday question. Last year, I think we talked about traditions this year. It's what's a holiday that doesn't exist that uh, you think should and kind of how would we celebrate it? Right? It can be as silly and dumb or as deep and dark as you want to go. Mm -hmm. I went with some sort of idea around zero obligation day, which is mm. it's kind of like the purge. But just for responsibilities, right? It's not zero commitment, no responsibilities at all. Like babies need to be cared for. Dogs need to be pet. No, babies should get it together. I mean, if they can pet themselves. Get on board. Right? Like. Stop petting the baby on that day. <laughs> Holiday's a holiday, kid. Here's a barrel of milk. Figure it out. Right. Uh, but yeah, when it comes to like jobs, right? There's no work that day. Uh, homework. And maybe if you have to work that day, if, a, you know, if there's something that's like. Oh, why are you know. making What's caveats to your your imaginary perfect holiday? I just I want to make this easier for people in the sense that you could choose to move your obligation day. But it's mm. at your own discretion. Your boss can't make you work obligation, zero obligation day. You could you could choose if you wanted to share an obligation. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't worked out all the details yet. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, texting people back. Don't need to do it. Uh, anything you do out of just like obligation. Oh, I don't do that any day. Just. It, it's maybe we should just call it Corey Day. Corey Day. Yeah, it j just Corey's regular life day. Right. This is like a ninety-minute period that I look forward to every year, and it's either like <laughs> sometimes it's Father's Day. The thing that is most iconic in my mind, though, is like is Christmas morning after all the presents have been opened. There's like a ninety-minute window where the kids are just like overwhelmed with things, or they're playing outside, <laughs> or they're watching a movie, and I'm just like, no one wants to bother me or ask me any questions. And I can just like eat a bunch of pie or cookies and everyone's just kind of doing what they want. 
and it's just like no obligations, right? Love that. Maybe there's like a cool thing that I open that I want to play with. I just want to sit there and watch Christmas Vacation or whatever. Like, nice. It's just everyone's just like doing their own thing or playing together. But it's like, yeah, everyone's doing what they want. And it's, it's really nice. So a whole day of that once a year would be great, I think. I'm on board with this holiday. I mean, yeah. I think fewer caveats. Let's just let's just yeah, go all that's in. That's fine. I'm down. Go all in. No obligations. Sweet. All right, Corey, what do you got? I propose Capybara Day. Ooh. A day where we all get to pet capybaras. Okay. Can we snuggle with them? We get to snuggle them, feed them, you know, put birds on their backs. They're still rats, though. That kind of freaks me out. Well, yeah. Well, you remember, I had pet mice. Uh, I'm not too, like, weirded out by, by rodents. All right. You don't remember that? Did you that? have them, like, when we knew each other? Yes. <laughs> Back when we knew each other? Back when we knew each other, yeah. You were the worst boyfriend, Ben. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't know I played softball. He had no idea I had mice. What? No. When <laughs> I was, like, it was, like, my 16th or 17th birthday, for whatever reason... I had like offhandedly said that mice were cute and my parents who had never listened to a word I'd said in my yeah. entire existence Sounds latched like on to that and were like, oh, she wants mice as a pet. That was clearly a hint, uh, which it was not. I just like soft things. They didn't consider the Cory. Uh, and so they bought me mice. I had uh, I had three mice, Blindside and Bremerton that were white and a brown one named Stubby Nermal. Oh, this is coming back to me. Is it coming back to you? This is coming back. I forgot about Stubby Nermal. Yeah, it's such a good name. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they uh, they would manage to somehow get out of their cage and they would run all over me in the night. And so I'd have to like wake up in the middle of the night and like wrangle mice and get them back into their cage. I was like taping up the cages all the time. And then Blindside got like a an infection and i had to like give a mouse shots every day this like 10 cent mouse that was meant to be fed to a snake i had to give shots every day eventually and if you give a mouse a shot you know he's gonna want to dance <laughs> and if you let a mouse it, dance, sure oh sorry <laughs> right uh and so eventually um, stubby normal died i don't know how stubby was the first to die but th then blindside died um, and Bremerton ate Blindside's head. We hope that was the order. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> it was, I don't listen. Yeah. I don't recommend them as pets, honestly. Like, especially the ones that literally are bred to be fed to people's snakes. Oh my God. Um, but a capybara <laughs> is cuter. Is cuter than a rat. Much, yeah. It's cuter. Mice or rat? I had mice. Mice. They, okay. These were mice. I think rats okay. are also a little sturdier than yeah, what yeah, I yeah, had yeah. there. Yeah. Um, but a capybara, we all get to get pet, pet capybaras. Here's the thing you can have capybaras anywhere uh, as long as you have somewhere like warm for them to go in the winter, which is like. Why are we adding caveats? Oh, I'm not. This is not a caveat. This is an explanation yeah. of why Capybara Day is available to all of us. You can have a capybara. So people should should have capybaras. And then on Capybara Day, you bring your, your capybara out into the street, you know, bring it out in the cul-de-sac. Everyone gets to cuddle the capybara. You get to put some yuzu around it, watch it like mm. swim around mm -hmm, and eat mm -hmm. the yuzu and yep. um, interact with the neighborhood. Animals, you bring a dog out. Your dog has a cuddle with the capybara your cats have a cuddle with the capybara your your snake mice have a cuddy with the cuddle with the capybara that's yeah. my holiday i like it i'm in <laughs> stretching for time here uh what else <laughs> um 
maybe there's a, ma- a, a another cat that could yeah, another play cat. With uh, mine is. Uh, I couldn't think of a single animal in that pause right there. By the way, <laughs> nope. you really nope. were sputtering. Maybe it's a Here's maybe it's a, a capybara. Crap! Damn it! Damn Why? It's the thing we're talking about. Well, uh, well. Damn it! Bath day. Uh, see, my my Bath holiday day. is be a capybara, right? In essence, Ooh. which is you just mm. spend the whole day in the tub. It is kind of combining our two things, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And one of the best things about being in the bathtub is no obligations. It really is a combination. Hey. Then. I mean, can't you can't. Be bothered. Yeah. Right. Oh, did you, yeah, uh, you did you go shopping? No, I'm in a bathtub. Mm-hmm. Can you mow the lawn? I am in a bathtub. I can't. Oh, shit. Someone rang the doorbell. Bathtub. Mm. Not my problem. Is everybody in a bathtub or is this like a holiday specifically that only you get to observe? Yeah. How does that work in your family? One, I don't care. <laughs> Good. Okay. Just checking. Two, you don't get pruning. That's my yeah, only well, caveat. Okay. That's it great. just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. You have a great time. Yeah. Get your own bath. Love it. Get your own bath. <laughs> Love my bath. Amazing. Let's get to the awards. Let's do it. All right, first up, the LA Gear Lights Award for the most nostalgic game of the year. For me, and this is harkening back to last episode, uh, Tunic. Uh, Ben talked about this a little bit. It's Tunic is what it felt like to play games as a kid, particularly Zelda. But also that that feeling of having secrets and of talking to friends on the playground about like, oh, did you do this on this level? You tried that? Oh, what's happening here? It was, and also of like not totally understanding the manual. Um, cause the manuals probably weren't very good back then. Also, we couldn't read. So it's, it was to me the most nostalgic game. Uh, what about you, Ben? Uh, I went with Last Crusade, right? Which is kind of the most obvious one. It's the old LucasArts game. Um, but yeah, it was just fun to be back in the world of adventure games and point and click and like clicking on the verb, clicking on random pixels. And just, it was harder than any game that's come out in the last 30 years. Um, lots of walkthroughs, but yeah, playing it with you and Richard and kind of, we had kind of an agreement like we do with these old games that like, before we look at the walkthrough, let's text each other and be like, how the hell do you do this? Did you figure this out yet? What, what do you do here? So it's more of that kind of like nostalgic playthrough style than it was just, just the, the visuals in the, in the game itself. So that was, it felt good to be back and and frustrating too, (laughs) but just as good as it felt frustrating. Nice. My, uh, nostalgic game of the year is dangerous our strong bad game because obviously it just yeah. took me back to the to high school to early college to not the 90s we figured out not the 90s <laughs> yes definitively 2000 um, yeah. or 2001 yeah yeah the early aughts yeah. um and and those days of spending so much time uh, playing the games on homestarrunner.com and watching the shorts on there. So Danger Ask just mm, captured it perfectly. Love it. And next, we have the Spit Take Award for the funniest moment of the year, IRL or in-game. Do I tell mine first, too? And you go, yeah, you just go first. Oh, okay. My favorite thing... Uh, that is an IRL and in-game thing uh, that makes me laugh every single time is, uh, as you guys probably know, Mark and I do Let's Plays on our Ko-Fi mm-hmm. for Joag. And Mark is the only person on the planet who is more easily startled than I am. I love that. And so <laughs> this year, uh, while playing many games, including just yesterday while playing Alan Wake, I have gotten to experience Mark nearly shitting himself 
over jump scares in games. And uh, every single time it makes me nearly cry laugh. And so I just I it's it. the gift that keeps on giving and have had so many of those this year. That's awesome. What about you, Jason? I'll wake one or two. Two. Oh. You guys play good games. I want to play your games. <laughs> To be fair, I'm not playing it. I'm just watching. You just picked our game. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Can you imagine me trying to play that? Yes, it would be awesome. <laughs> just, I was like sitting there and like it gives you a warning at the beginning that's like, hey, this might be overstimulating. And it starts. I'm like, this is overstimulating. Uh, <laughs> no. yeah. Yeah, I regret like to inform you I'm overstimulated. <laughs> yeah, Terrifying. I picked Dangerous because uh, it, it was a funny game. I laughed a lot. It was. Thank you a lot. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. For Ferguson. Yeah. I think mine is IRL, which was, I was we started playing Beacon Pines. And I was like, oh, it's just like furry little animals. And it's like, it'll be fine. It's not rated mature or anything. So I was like, well, let him play it. And I think I literally was just like, here's the controller. I'm going to go make dinner. And I was like listening to Olivia play the game. And all of a sudden I just start hearing like profanity and like you get an ability that's just called shit. And like yes. they keep saying it over and over. And I had to like run in the room. First, Olivia came in and they're just like, uh, Dad, it says the S word. I was like, no, it, I think that's probably like a joke. It doesn't say it or what it said. Maybe they said shoot. And I like walk in. I'm like, oh, yeah, it just says it on the screen. And the character keeps saying it over and over. Apparently, this is not a rated for everyone game. So it felt like a dad of the year right there. But that was terrifying in the moment. Well, you raised honest children. I did. Yes. Hilarious to tell Hannah when she got home and hilarious to tell you guys when that happened. But yeah, that was that was a little startling. I love that. Our next award is the L'Esprit d'Escalier Award for the biggest regret of the year. In-game, in-game choice. Oh, like your character's choice in the game, us playing it or podcasting, right? What was the biggest thing that, big, biggest oopsie of the year? Uh, and I think for me, because <laughs> I'm like the king of logistics here on the pod, it's breaking all of our promises. And again, we've <laughs> talked about like, we were just sick with like a bunch of stuff. And like, there's like reasons. There's real reasons, yeah. right? We're not just sitting around playing Madden all the time. Although I am. But other than that, uh, it's not like we're not playing the games. We're just not able to like schedule recording them as much as we want yeah. to. We're literally, you know, I just want to say, as you yeah. express this as a regret, we're in three <laughs> different time zones. Yeah. <laughs> Two people have multiple children. Our second episode we're recording today. Second episode recorded today. <laughs> Listen, like a yeah, little bit fair. of Shh. slack. Don't peel back the curtain. Don't let them know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean completely separate episode that we're recording now but go on i just wanted to give you a little bit of you know slack there thank you yeah it just felt like life got in the way of our really fun hobby that we all really enjoy so it's true um no promises because life might be busier but um our plan is to to have more episodes next year and enjoy our hobby even more so hopefully we can hopefully we can do that Cora, what about you? That I hope next year's not busier. I know. I know. <laughs> but Please, like, no. I would like things to be like slightly slower yeah. in 2024, yep. if at all possible. It's not like a big election or anything happening, right? <sighs> Let's. Mm, mm. I don't want to think about it. My <laughs> regret this year, I think, is is pretty obvious to anyone who's been listening to this pod, and that is, is tunic. It's picking tunic, fucking <laughs> tunic. God, I hated that game yeah. so much. Uh, it still cracks me up every time. Like, you know, you got your PS5 like breakdown of like the games you played most this year. And I like, came in at like number five because I did try. <laughs> I really tried. No, I was like, I picked it. I'm not going to nope out of it. We're going to go in. And I, oof, that was, I would um, not, not pick that again. 
And of course, Jason and I loved it. Honestly, game of the year. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Two thumbs right up. That was the biggest surprise of the year for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Whichever way it went, it was a huge yeah. surprise. It was not just a cute little forest animal game. I think when, when Corey picked it, I was like, really? Uh, hell yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. We'll play that. Cool, 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 cool. I'd wanted to play it for so long. And I I bought it like a year before because I was like, it's a cute little game. My kids love foxes. It's a cute little fox. Right. I'll, maybe I'll just watch Nora play it. And, and I was like, wait, Dark Souls plus Zelda? Plus yeah, yeah. cute art? That's exactly yes. what it was. God, it was so hard. Yeah. My, my biggest regret would be uh, pausing Jedi Survivor for six months. As part oh, of the yeah. kind of managerial role that Ben plays, when I downloaded Jedi Survivor and got like, 15 hours into it, Ben said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop. We're not covering that game for like three more months. And I said, like, what? <laughs> You're not allowed to play that. Why not? And he's like, just don't, don't finish it now. Put it on pause. I was like, but I'm having a good, pause it. He came over oh. to my house. He unplugged my TV. So I paused it for six months. And it, the big lesson I learned is just don't do that. Just finish playing what you want to yeah, play. Don't do that. No matter what Ben says. <laughs> and then just watch someone play it through afterwards. Yeah, just, just watch yeah. like a real quick thing to remind yourself of. That's what I do. Or reviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, or play it for five minutes and be like, hey, yeah, yeah, this. My thumbs remember now. Because <laughs> when I came back to it, I did not remember anything. And I was like, who are these people? What's happening? And then as I looked it up, I was like, oh, it, it didn't always do a great job of introducing them. It's not totally my fault, but also... <laughs> didn't help speaking of thumbs remembering i had that moment last night i was uh the gta 6 trailer came out a few weeks ago you and me and tyler were talking about on the jedi survivor podcast episode uh and we were talking about oh maybe let's play gta 5 again tyler's never played through all of gta 5 i was like it's been like the best-selling game every year for the last 10 years like (laughs) let's you know see if it's on sale we'll play it together we can play online now it'd be fun to just like grab some 7-elevens together and i it was free on playstation plus it was included so we didn't end up I was like, I don't have 20 bucks to buy right now. I'll wait. It ended up being free yesterday. So like text, I was like, bye, bye, bye right now or, or, or download for free now. And I downloaded, I started playing for like five minutes last night. I haven't played that game since 2013. It came out. I didn't play any online. I beat it in a month or whatever and haven't played it since because I played so much GTA three, Vice City, San Andreas, GTA four, five, whatever, all of them in my 20s, my fingers or in my <laughs> teens also my fingers immediately remembered everything. I didn't have to look anything. I didn't have to do any tutorials. I was like, this is how you go into a car. This is how you shoot while you're in a car. This is how you change the cameras. This is how you, I've never even played it on a PS5 before. And instantly my fingers were like, yep, this is the game of my youth. (laughs) But yeah, definitely understand the fingers just remembering more than my brain could for sure. Completely. And our next award is the THPS2 Lin Manual, Miranda. Award for the coolest game mechanic of the year, and mine goes out. I'm so glad I didn't have to say that this year. <laughs> Me too. Lin Manual of Miranda. Mine goes out to a Lin Manual of sorts. The oh! Tunic Manual, uh, which included nice. its own made up language. Uh, man, that game was fun. That was cool. I love that game. <laughs> yeah. There's a reveal in that game that, like, one of your buttons does something extra and it takes like 20 right. hours and you could have done it since day one ah. it's so good and the manual just says it. So it has it right there like i don't know second or third page it's like do this <sighs> <laughs> i just had the same thing happen with something in enter the gungeon where it's like mm-hmm. i accidentally discovered something that i was like i probably could have done this like 200 deaths ago <laughs> i just didn't notice didn't realize oh it <laughs> Tough. good times yep all right, Ben, how about you? Benjamin. I went with the lightsabers in Jedi Survivor. We talked about that with Tyler, obviously, last month, but just the 
all the different options you can like have just a classic luke lightsaber you can do like the darth maul like double sword what is it called dual not not dual you can dual wheel too with two lightsabers dual blade uh, double sided double blade dual blade that's what it is dual blade lightsaber with it's like darth maul you can do a pistol and a lightsaber and then you can do the kylo ren the like one that has like the crazy hilt thing sticking out um, which I think was all our, our favorite. Just the novelty of having like a giant sword that looks like it's about to explode. It just felt like <laughs> swinging a bat. It just felt so good. Yeah, it felt heavy. It felt really good to swing. It was cool. So that was just really fun to like constantly be switching those. It was, felt like the first time in a Star Wars game that it, lightsabers felt that good. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. Or, yeah, uh, much like last year, you know, it's not necessarily the like coolest, coolest, like, whoa, this is fundamentally blows your mind kind of mechanic but i had to you know last year i said monkey island being able to elevate the point and click and make it just so much smoother and easier to use and all of that kind of stuff and i think dangerous did the same thing took those old flash games that we were so used to playing and just like just upped it just mm-hmm. enough that it was like this is this is smoother this is easier it is you know much uh, you have the same feel of clicking around and all of that kind of stuff, but it felt very um, easy to use. So Dangeresque, I think, just nailed it in terms of that. Okay. <clears throat> and now, the Rebel Assault 2 Award for the most frustrating moment of the year. Which I give to Disco Elysium. And the 20 minutes or so I spent at the beginning of that game not being able to figure out how to leave the room. I forgot you tried to play that. Interact with an object or, yeah, no, this was not, I didn't like immediately nope out on this one. This was, I tried playing it and then was like near tears. It's <laughs> like, I'm not, I can't do this. I am so upset right now. And so much reading along with the figuring out how to get out of the room and someone talking to you the whole time. And I hadn't even <laughs> I hadn't even gotten to the point where I found out how much reading this was <laughs> would be there. It was simply just trying to exit the room and I could not figure out how to interact with any objects and was just oh the rage that was rising within me. Uh, yeah, that's going to be my most frustrating moment of the year by a long shot. What about you, Jay? By the way, I, I still remember that moment. Where you're like, I didn't realize there was so much reading and I said, but all the lines are voiced. You could just listen to them. You said, that's even worse. Like, that's worse. <laughs> it's so much like, worse. So you just want there not to uh, be words? Just no no story? Yes. You're like, yes, head empty, play gardens, game. Gardens between, baby. Head, head, head empty, play game. Boom. That is how I play games. <laughs> and, and I'm like, head full, maybe poke it game. We will see. We will see. <laughs> right. So this is the year that I learned how to nope out of games. Hey. And I'm very proud of myself. I started out with Beacon Pines. I was like, I'm straight up not having a good time. Let's just not do it. <laughs> life's too short. It was, yeah, life's too short. Hit the bricks. Hit the bricks. Such a good lesson for me to learn. Such a good lesson. So yeah. <laughs> that was, it is kind of the most, most frustrating moment, but it's more of uh, changing my relationship to frustration. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ben, how about you? Nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, I we talked about it in the Gardens Between episode, but that was definitely, it was partially the game, because it's a puzzle game, the puzzles are hard, but partially it was just the context in which I played the Gardens Between, which was like, thinking it was like a cute game I could play with my, kind of like the Beacon Pines, except less R-rated. Right. I was like, I'll just play <laughs> with my kids, but it was too hard for any of them to figure out, especially I was playing with the younger ones, and so 
there was that. And then I'd like take over the controller and then they'd be like not paying attention and I, or distracting me from my brain being able to give all it needed to figure out the puzzle. And it was, it was a frustrating play experience for sure. <laughs> uh, probably not as frustrating as the, um, the designers intended it to be for me. Um, but yeah, <laughs> right. our next award is the Revan award for the best in game moment of the year. And I think that we've talked a lot about it, but the, all the secrets within Tunic, right? Like we talked about the fact that it's just like old school, that manual thing that Jason talked about where you just like slowly get pages of the manual. I thought it was really cool, beautiful artwork. And it's more than just a cute little fox with a sword. Um, but all the nods to Zelda and like classic RPGs were just beautifully done. Um, the biggest criticism would be that it was impossibly hard. But honestly, <laughs> so were like classic NES games. So it's probably spot right. on difficulty wise. And the fact that you could just go into God mode in the menu was pretty great. So thank you for showing me that, Corey. I think Corey's the one that learned that pretty <laughs> yeah. quick. was like, by the way, to turn on God mode if you're not having fun. So it's nice that they do that, right? Not everyone has to beat the game yeah. on the same difficulty. Um, if you want right. to do it in God mode or do it in super difficult mode, you enjoy it your way. It's your game. So I appreciated that. Corey, what about you? Yeah, I had every intention of turning off God mode. Like, oh, I'll just play it like this. Sure. And I was like, no, this is, I'm just, I'm just going to keep it. It's so yeah. hard. Oh my God. One lesson is, I, I love God mode, but... In any game where you turn on God mode, you are never turning it off. It's you. You will think yeah, to yourself that right. you're going to. Yeah. And it's just not going to happen. You're not. And that's okay. No, it's fair. Yeah. Do I want to like this game less? Right. Sure. <laughs> Why don't I do this for a while? I just started having a lot of fun since that turning that setting on. <laughs> yeah. That's the only reason I resist turning on God mode is not because like yeah. the real way to play is without it. It's because right now I can play <laughs> either way. But in a moment, yeah. right. I'll only be able to play one way. So let's just prolong this. That's true. <laughs> That makes perfect sense. You're 1000% right. So many games now more and more have um, like story mode, which mm -hmm. is like it's it's still challenging and hard, but you're not going to get it's like super easy mode, right? It's not necessarily God mode. You can still die, but like it's just going to take a lot longer. That's usually the one I do because I like to get like pretend that I'm good at the game. I still right. could die, <laughs> but it would take 10 minutes of standing still to die or whatever. Uh, yeah, because I'm here mainly. My thing is I love the stories of all these games. It's not necessarily right. like getting really good at them, although freaking Hades existed. Right. And I put yeah. more hours of that than anyone I know. So <laughs> definitely I, I love growing the skill. I just don't always have the time or the desire to do that. Right. So I will say, despite Tunic being my regret of the year, I am pleased that the game I picked became the one that everyone else loved so much. Yeah, you know, totally. So there is That's there's fun. a balance here. To that. Yeah. Everyone else loved it. So, yeah, all is not lost Fair. But for me. The best in game moment, it just comes from, like I said, I've been playing Enter the Gungeon constantly um, and being a roguelike and being the kind of game where you're just you know you're expected to die like that's the whole point you die over and over and over and over again and you're incrementally seeing these you know moves forward anytime like i like act actively accomplish something that was not just another death but like a leap forward in this game i have just been like elated by it you know and uh yeah that's like like i said the other day discovering the thing that i didn't even know was there and then I like dedicated the next several hours to like basically it's like an elevator. There's an elevator in the game that you can open up that makes you can skip the first floor and start on the second. And I once I found out you could do that, it's like you have to give this guy certain stuff to 
to do it. And I like just dedicated hours to getting all the stuff this guy needed for the elevator and dying over and over and getting all the things like trying to get the right weapons and all the stuff to be able to build this. It's just so satisfying <laughs> every single time that I would accomplish something. That's my best in-game moment. Sounds awesome. Uh, my, be <laughs> my best in-game moment was the uh, Insulindian Phasmid from Disco Oh Odyssey. my god. And I almost don't want to say so any more than cool. that. It's just so good. Oh, not everyone who plays it gets to experience that. And right. it experiences it oh, differently, it, too. You can beat the game without experiencing it. Totally. But God, that game. it is something really special in this game. Um, so yeah. Uh, and from games to the real life, uh, the next award is the David Fox Award for the best IRL moment of the year. Mine is, uh, after a lot of hardship, uh, a lot of difficulty, I got a new bathtub. And it was incredible. And it is incredible. Yeah. New bathroom. New bathroom. But the tub is the important part. That's, that's all I care about. And Ben, you've seen it in person now. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. I will say when you get into the shower, though, I feel like the door should open the other way so you could, like, turn on the shower without getting sprayed. Ben, Ben, mm. it opens both ways. <laughs> it opens both ways? How's that possible? It opens in and it opens out. <laughs> oh, I think I did wow. that. Oh, no, not opens out. Both happen. Like, I'm saying, like, left and right. Oh, it should be hung the, on the opposite side. Yeah, but I guess so. you could open oh. it out and do that. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, you, you okay. open it out to start I'll it. Try well, I'll try that next time. <laughs> it's all good. I like pushed um, it in and like reached around the door and turned it on and my arm was like soaking wet. I was like, yeah, that would be rough. This through. Yeah, no, just pull it towards <laughs> you. Okay, I guess we could do that. I'll try Amazing. that next time. Yeah, try it. It's not too bad. Uh, no, the only thing wrong with it is that the, the faucet goes the wrong direction. Hot and cold are switched. Uh, no. Which can surprise you, joke. right? I know. Uh, everything else I love to work and I, I didn't even have the heart to tell them afterwards. I was like, it's, it's good. It's fine. I, it's great. You guys did a good job. I think it's great. I had no issue with it. Good. Um, I love my bathroom. And then the other one is my kids getting into video games. Uh, it started with uh, Disney Dreamlight Valley. Uh, it mm. continued with Mario Kart, uh, which they got into last month. And then after playing just tons and tons of Mario Kart, they said, hey, um, are there any video games with, with Rosalina in them? So we really like Rosalina. I was like, yeah, Super Mario uh, Galaxy. Do you want to play that? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just play hours and hours of Super Mario Galaxy now. I was like, wow, you guys are just like into it. Just playing a video game. I love it. Uh, so it's been fun to watch, uh, especially because I think they're handling it really well in lots of ways. Um, one, they don't just disappear and then they're done and they just play video games forever. Like they play for an hour or two and then like go play and do something else. Nice. The other is I've been teaching them how to share in ways that Ben, you and I don't I don't think we're taught uh, because our parents hmm. didn't know about video games. And so I was like, no, here's how it works. Right. Uh, trade off. You know, you can do three lives per person. And if it's like, uh, if one person's life only lasts five seconds and the others is 35, maybe change that up so you both get to play a bunch. Like, oh, okay, that makes no, sense. No one told us that. No one told us. We just yelled at each <laughs> other. Was, that. Ben, you watch Jason plays the game. That's right. And when he goes off to school, and by school I mean college, <laughs> then you can play until you go off to school. <laughs> maybe. If I don't take it with me. Maybe. Yeah. I feel like... Like all of this is just connected to like the ideas now, like it, it goes like food and everything. It's like if you get people into a deprivation mindset, they get weird about shit, you know, like oh, yeah. if you say you can't eat certain foods and all, all they want to do is eat all those foods. Oh, if you say God, like for sure. you can only play a video game this amount of time, then it's like, oh, fuck, I need to play all the video games or like, yeah. you know, if your turn is this or, you know, things like that. And it's like when you're just like 
chill. It's like then, you know, a kid's like, oh, I'm not going to be I'm it's not that I'm never going to be able to play a video game again so I can go and I can like play something else for a while or I'm not never going to have a turn again. So like, all right, I'll let my sister play. I just feel like it's such a like healthier mindset that we have about these kinds of things now than when we were kids. 100%. As a parent who doesn't let his kids look at screens Monday through Friday, I don't 100% agree with you, <laughs> Fair but enough. I see your point. <laughs> yeah, just wait until they go to college and they end up like my roommate who discovered The Simpsons and never came back to school again. What? What did they do? What? She just sat and watched The Simpsons because she'd never been allowed to watch TV. Oh <laughs> and God. she was like so impressed by The Simpsons, she never went to class anymore. And then they eventually Ooh, kicked tough. her out. Wow. Wow. <laughs> The Simpsons is good. The Simpsons right. is really good. I don't know if it's that good. The <laughs> Simpsons is good. That's a good lesson. Uh, All right, uh, Ben, how about you, IRL? I went with, it was fun seeing Jason last week, but, you know. Yes, of course. We, I see him like once a year, right? So it's like, whatever. Uh, but hadn't seen Corey in 12 years. Yeah. And so yeah, probably, we hung like, out since in your Portland. Wedding. <laughs> yeah, 12 years ago. And so. Yeah. We hung out uh, in Portland at the Dead and Lovely get together, which was amazing. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Hollywood Steve, for putting that together. Uh, really Indeed. sad that Uncle Ben wasn't there, but whatever. Um, <laughs> never liked that guy anyway. Uh, I keep yeah. going to his Talk channel Uncle and be like, ben. what was he doing that was so important? And Steve's like, oh, you'll see. It's really cool. And I'm like, <laughs> did he say he? that? Yeah. He's like, I can't say anything oh, about funny. it, but it's, it's awesome. Oh. I was like, oh, so he's going to be like, a composer on some video game or some like I don't know like touring with some band or something I'm like I don't know he keeps coming out with really fun videos but I don't know what was the thing that was like an NDA that Steve couldn't talk about yeah yeah well maybe we'll find <sighs> out next year who knows there we, there we go but yeah it was fun hanging out with uh, Corey and Kyo in person yeah uh, and yeah going to Belmont Station and going to the horse brass and just like keep texting kept texting the babysitter like hey another hour another half hour and we were like <laughs> It was the the longest date night we've had uh, maybe ever. So, um, oh, I love thanks it. Thanks for coming out to Portland. I'm glad we could hang out all night. That was great. That was so much fun. That was really fun. And also makes my IRL moment feel very shallow. <laughs> I'm really excited about yours. Yeah, please yeah. tell me about this. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I mean, it was also really good to see Ben for the first time in 12 years. Uh, super great. <laughs> but also. Um, also, I, I saw an iguana in real life. What? Like multiple iguanas. No! But like Iguana? Specifically. Iguana. Iguanases. <laughs> in New Jersey? I, <laughs> not in New Jersey. Okay, cool. <laughs> good. Good for them. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I don't like iguanases. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said How it. How dare you? Um, uh, we went to Puerto Rico a couple weeks ago, and we were like on this historical tour of old San Juan, and all of a sudden, Keo's just like, hey, hey, look right there. And like right next to me is a whole ass iguana. Like They're just big like too, right? chilling. They're big. Yeah. yeah. It was just like walking up, looking out. And like San Juan is like mostly cats. There's cats everywhere. And it's like amongst the cats. And there's just like iguana, iguana. walking up. And it was so cool. Like like I said, I saw other ones, like, fr but like more from a distance. Like we saw one like scaling the walls of like the, the Moro Castle and stuff like that. And it was super cool. But like, yeah, I've never seen an iguana in real life yeah, before. And that made a huge impression on me. Apparently. So it's a really good IRL moment seeing nice. an iguana. 
sounds pretty special. It is. <laughs> it was very special. Everything I everything is very animal based when it comes to me. If you really want to like, you know, work with my moods, yeah. it's going to be about animals. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Thimbleweed Park Award for our favorite game of the year. Listen, when it comes down to it, Cult of the Lamb had like an expansion this year, so I played a lot of Cult of the Lamb yeah. again, but that was my game of the year last year. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> there's also going to be another expansion in a week or two, so <laughs> it'll probably technically be my 2024 favorite. But outside of that, as I have said many times, it's Enter the Gungeon. I've just been going to town on Enter the Gungeon and playing it constantly um, and... You know, I think I mean, for me, this is like nothing like the amount of hours either of you put into things. But I think, you know, I've put like 60 hours into it or something like that at this point. And uh, it, there's no signs of me slowing down. Uh, so Enter the Gungeon is my favorite game of the year. It's not a competition, Corey, who spends more time on video <laughs> games because I already won. So there's no competition. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. yeah. I was like very like I at least beat been in hours played on the ps5 yeah um yeah. obviously then ben also has like an xbox and plays things on steam and stuff like that but i at least was like hey right had like 150 hours just with Baldur's gate on steam Deck. <laughs> but i was yeah. like listen at least on this one console i uh i outdid you this nice. year yeah <laughs> jason this is a tough one um it's tough because i know what ben's gonna say so i'm not gonna say that but that's up there. Of the games that we played, it's really close, right? Of the games that we played, I'm going to say Tunic, mm. who was my second place. I agree with Ben. He's correct. But of the games we didn't play for this show, we've also got Tears of the Kingdom and Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. Mm. As well as El Paso Elsewhere, which I'm sorry, I'm just having like such a good time with. And I, mm. I, I kind of want to put it up there uh, because no one else is going to. It's not going to be on yeah. anyone's good point. game of the year list. But it's on mine. Yeah. So all right. that's all I have to say, I guess, is just like, man, there are some really good games. This like <laughs> any of those. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, no, I have multiple games that could be my favorite this year. Totally. An embarrassment of riches. And I think they could beat out like any of any of those could beat out games from other years. Right. If I look back on my own list, I think I would still choose some of these over games of last year or the nice. year before or something. Um, like they're just it's just a really strong year. Love that. Yeah, dude. Baldur's Gate. Oh, my God. Mm. Ben, what about you? What what game did you choose? I don't know. Dude, game of the year. It's gotta go. It was a long time ago, man. But Disco Elysium. Back in January, we were playing that. Um, that game was just it was another game that Jason suggested. And I was like, uh, it just looks like that looking from the screenshots, it just looks like it's gonna be boring. And the Poor Jay, we're always like, so wary of combat's all Combat's gonna be choices. slow. We do and not trust like, Jason. And then, but I mean, I think Hades was a big turning point two, three years ago when I was like, oh, Jason has some good ideas occasionally. So, uh, and Disco was no exception. It was, it was a really fun game. It was, um, yeah, I think just like hilarious, thought provoking, conversation starting, just like existential, philosophical, just like the crazy, like political and economic details in that game. I was Googling random things. What was the game from? Uh, it, it drew largely upon, um, oh, what was the country? Um, I can't oh, hanging. Not Lithuania. <laughs> I can't recall. Slovenia? No. Slovakia? No, I was going to say Slovenia. Yeah, somewhere, the Balkans, I don't remember. 
Um, I can't help. But yeah, I drew uh, like this histories that we didn't know very well, but like related to like history classes. So like everything sounded familiar to this like European history, but it was just everything was like a little bit off. So it was fictional. Mm. Um, but yeah, it just was a really, really fun game. Definitely a game up there with Baldur's Gate where like I just did not want to put it down. I just wanted to keep playing it more. Like at the end of the day, I was staying up late just playing this game and like really hard to put away. So Disco is so good. Uh, I'm so good. Um, <laughs> I think you probably said all of it. I want to go play it again. I want to play it yeah. again. Probably not right yes. now. I want to wait like a year or two so that I've forgotten more. Yeah. Um, but I'm, totally. I'm in. Uh, All right, and then we have game suggestions for the holiday break. Um, I'm going to jump on. I'm going to steal Jason's because I'm going first. El Paso wow. Elsewhere. I don't know if you guys have oh, heard of it. Oh, what a great game. Um, oh, yeah, it sounds interesting. Uh, and then Slay the Princess, another game that I've only heard good things about, so I'm going to play that on Steam. Slay the Princess. Slay the okay. Princess. Have you heard of Earlier when you said it, it sounded like Slave Princess, and I was like, I don't oh, yeah. like the sound of that. I just Google uh, <laughs> and fun things happen. So it's like, oh, <laughs> OK. Slay the princess. I'm Slay back on princess. board. Sweet. Have you heard of anything about it? No. Just heard of. No, I have not. Uh, but yeah, Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, Nick and Jason and I are still playing most weekends for a couple hours um, as our little nice. co-op group, which is really fun. It, it feels exactly like playing with a group of like playing D&D. Like it's just so nice. it's the ultimate open world game. Uh, where we're still in the first act and just kind of like bumbling around and like finding goblins and orcs and stuff. Um, and then playing uh, GTA 5, the 10-year-old game with Tyler. So excited nice. to play that. Um, just a little online game where we'll just go around and cause destruction. So that'll be great. I'm such a fan of the like, you know, just how many of these things you play like in groups and stuff like that. Yeah. And just the social elements. Like totally. I tend to more not play with people I, I don't totally love playing with people because i feel like i hold folks back <laughs> when yeah. i'm playing oh gotcha, I gotcha but i love watching yes. people play and i thought that was one of the interesting things that on the playstation 5 recap for the year it was like what kind of social gamer are you playing you know and it was like yeah you love to you know you love a party yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah i love uh, that and I had seen like someone else posted theirs and it was just like they never play or watch anyone else. It was like they've done zero parties over the course of the year. And I'm like, that is one of the main reasons that I love the PS5 is like, yeah, I love the games. I love how fast it is. But like I could be playing most of the games I play on the Switch, like based on the kinds I play. It's the social aspect of it that, you know, I enjoy. So I like that you guys do that. Yeah. Uh, for me. Um, obviously Enter the Gungeon um, I just I feel like if you're like me and like games like that uh, which is niche like I know a lot of people do not like to just die over and over again and would Fair. just get frustrated yeah. by this game yes. um, so it's not for everybody but you know if that's a thing you like Enter the Gungeon is so much fun and as I mentioned the sex expansion of Cult of the Lamb is coming is out uh it's not really a sex expansion, but that's what like the in joke has been with Devolver for a while. Is it like a romancing option or something? It's called Sins of the Flesh. Oh, and so then people started trying to guess what does Sins yeah. of the Flesh mean, yeah, and yeah. thus they started calling it the sex update. Do we know what it means yet? <laughs> not really, but we okay. do know there's going to be a nude ritual. Amazing in it, but oh, they are animals. Creepy little so guys. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> little. Little nude animals uh, in Cult of the Lamb. I'm like, I don't know what exactly is going to be in this, uh, but 
the last thing that they did added so much to the game. Um, Dude, two nice. things like they did like a whole thing, like added an entire basically once you finish, there's like a whole nother game afterwards now um, that they added in like April like in your little land. Yeah. Yeah. You basically just continue the game into like a whole other bunch of things to play now. And then wow. uh, they also added a don't starve <laughs> DLC to it so that you can play wow. like a timed cult of the lamb where you have to make sure that like you feed and you know feed yeah. everyone and like you don't let it get dark on them and stuff like that um so it adds like a like Bleh. that's cool yeah so each one of their things has been so much fun so I'm really excited for that and I recommend hey if you haven't played cult of the lamb yet it's like always on sale and you can get it and it's going to be an even bigger game did we play too early I remember it being a little glitchy when we when we had like a hundred followers or like fifty followers That's a good or whatever. Call. Yeah. Or is it <laughs> Yeah, and, and I think it was like we each played it on like different things too. And yeah. I never I never really had like That's the right. same issues um oh, I that you guys I had on it. The main issue I had was I played it on the um SD card and when I moved it over to the hard drive of the switch, it was right, a lot better. Yeah. So maybe that was the main issue I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, that might have been the the case. Up, um yeah, because yeah, I've never really had any of the the same issues with oh, okay. it. Cool. Uh, so yeah, it's cool that they're still making stuff for it. Yeah, right. I'm like, I can't believe they don't just make a new game so that yeah. people buy a new game. <laughs> they just keep giving it to us for free, which is great. That's so cool. Jay, your uh, game suggestions. Hit me. Um, Bombers Gate Three. I agree with Ben. Uh, you should also play El Paso elsewhere. Um, Dragon's Dogma. So Dragon's Dogma mm. is a game that was very influential on both uh, Breath of the Wild and Elden Ring. And it's one of those games that I've heard about a lot. And I played it like five years ago. I was like, I don't know if I can handle this. It's not really for me. And ever since I've heard like, no, this game is incredible, incredible, incredible. So I want to go back to it because, well, we'll talk about games that we're looking forward to, but they're, they're making a sequel. So uh, it's coming out soon. I can't oh, wait to spend some time with it before nice. that happens. Um, Dragon's Dogma. I've never heard of that. Oh, no, it's, a, it's Capcom, but uh, Elden Ring. You know? Capcom. And um, Subpar Pool. Uh, it's like what the golf, but for pool, it's really fun. It's like five bucks Dude, on mobile. Awesome. I, I'd recommend buying it. It's it's really fun. All right. And then uh, Death Stranding, uh, and that is just I I played it a while ago, didn't really get into it, and now I've got it on Steam Deck. So I think I'm just gonna play it on Steam Deck over break. I think that'd be really fun, uh, especially as I'm trying to yeah. avoid in laws uh, over the holidays um, and do other things. Uh, yeah. And then the other suggestion would be uh, make some bread. I made some bread. I just texted a picture to Ooh. Ben and Corey. Where did you get that picture? Oh. Admire my bread. I didn't see. I've been thinking about making bread, though, so that's inspiring. The one on the left has real, um, I'm broken, but I might be fun to fix vibes. <laughs> but uh, the one on the right is nicely shaped. Oh, yeah. That looks nice. I'd go to 10 on both of those, man. Oh, that clip right there might just be in the holiday. <laughs> oh, uh, no. There we go. I'm going to get the ugly one of my neighbor. Oh, I did so well up until now. Corey, it was the second time you said it this episode. I know. And I saw your face the first time, too. So you're like, this is like, coming uh, back. Here we go. But maybe. Holiday bloopers. <laughs> maybe it, we'll it, let it go. I would fuck that bread. <laughs> well, what did she mean by that? You know, that's totally taken out of context. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh no, Ben mispronounced Godier. Please, quick. <laughs> All right, let's get to the 2023 Gai Game of the Year. It me. Uh, I say that. Uh, it, it, oh, it's the, I just I don't know to say why. it wrong for you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, game of the Year ever. It's not the best game, but the game that best fits this year. So I go with El Paso Elsewhere. 
um, catastrophe, death, evil, relationships, difficulty. Uh, it was a tough year. Tough year for lots of people. I got like four new diagnoses, some of them permanent and chronic. Um, we Ben flew out here so we could have difficult conversations with a, an aging parent uh, about moving into um, a senior community living. It's been tough. It's been a lot. And in El, El Paso, elsewhere, you, you take on these challenges. Uh, you... There's a repetition, there's kind of the, some difficulty. But one of the things I love about it most is it's got that, um, you know, when the game or the movie, like, has the giant words telling you where something is. Uh, so I'm thinking, of, what was the uh, uh, Sandra O oh, um, detective show? Killing Eve. Killing Eve. You know, it'd be like Moscow, and like Moscow would fill the entire what? screen. Oh, yeah, Moscow. Yeah, when, yeah. In Killing Eve, when it would tell you where it was, yeah, it yeah. would, like, all right. right. So, El- like Fast and Furious. Sure, I don't know. I've never seen this. Oh. Do they fill the entire screen when they go to a location? It just says Moscow. Yeah, they do the, yeah they do the big font across. I've never seen any of those. Oh. Jesus Christ. Sorry. They don't interest me. Okay. So El Paso Elsewhere does that uh, for locations and things. Also, when you die. But instead of saying you died or game over, it says you keep going. Nice. I just really I like liked that. it. Um, that yeah. feels like yeah. this year, right? You keep going. It's very Meet the Robinsons. I feel great about that. I don't know that reference either. I don't know what that is. Are they part of the Fast and the Furious? You guys haven't seen Meet the Robinsons? Ay, ay, ay. It's like amongst my favorite Disney movies of all time. Someday I will have a tattoo from it. Is that like Meet the Deedles? It's nothing like Meet the Deedles. Was it in the Deedles universe? No, it's a it's about a young boy who builds a time machine and then I in the future someone steals it. I think you've explained this on the podcast before. Yeah, I have to have because like this feels like I'm passionate about this movie. I have to have tried to get you to watch it. Oh, man, it's a delight. But anyway, the like theme of it is keep moving forward. Interesting. Oh, it's so good. Anyways, Benjamin Jeffrey. I went with a game I don't think we've mentioned once on our year recap, which was season. <laughs> and Corey, you weren't on That's this true, episode, yeah. right? No, I was not. Yeah, I went. OK, uh, but yeah, just the overall vibe of this game. I loved just like the relaxing focus less on like accomplishing accomplishing things and like getting things done and like pushing the plot. And more just like the relationship between characters and learning about like the lore of this kind of made up land. Um, I just really appreciated that like slow down feeling of the game. Uh, and it's something that like I remember like while playing through it and after we finished it, like I actively like tried to like mimic that in my like thought processes mm. to like slow down mm. and just like something shitty happens be like all right this this is the only time this thing is going to happen like how can i try to like find joy or peace in this moment something awesome would happen i'd be like oh hey i celebrate it but also just like let's look at it in context and like let's really try to appreciate today and this moment so i think that's something that i that i tried to at least like make this the game of the year um yeah in, in my personal life as i was playing it and it was a good reminder just in thinking about this that i i stopped doing that so to kind of like Keep that perspective, I think, was very is a, a positive thing in my life. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like being able to take something uh, from the game and apply it like that, you know, so directly. I don't feel like we have a lot of those. Totally. Yeah, we don't talk about that a lot. It's like things make us think, you know, and, and whatever, but like not necessarily like this actually changed the way I go about yeah. my life. I jump on mushrooms a lot. My kids jump on mushrooms. That's probably Mario related. Oh. But um, I thought like I was hearing that as like you jump while on mushrooms. 
a lot. And I was like, oh, well, that. Oh, I did point at my trampoline while I said that. But yeah. That'd be I was like, well, that will definitely change the way you think about things, too, I suppose. Jump on mushrooms. I just, I just like jump on mushrooms. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, my pick for game that fits the year uh, was The Gardens Between, our most recent game, uh, because we are, you know, four years into pandemic life at this point. And Jeez. like time has not started to make sense again. You know, it's like th things no, are either no. very slow or very fast. Yeah. And it's really hard to kind of like just wrap your head around temporality in this timeline that we've been in for the yeah. past four years. And so just the fact that this was a game that like really messes with the dynamics of time, I think is just sort of representative of the way that totally. we've been going through life um, the the past several years and certainly in this one that I think has like almost been more uh, difficult to understand than any of the other ones. For sure. And finally, the games we're most looking forward to in 2023. Or what do you got? Oh, right, me. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, good job, me. I remembered to read it. Obviously, the Cult of the Lamb expansion. Let's just... That's just always going to yep. be there. It's like my favorite. Um, but also there's a Killer Clowns game that is coming out. Um, I know very little about it. I watched the trailer, but it's not a gameplay trailer. Um, and I'm just stoked because Killer Clowns is, you know, a thing I'm obsessed with. I think I'm wearing Killer Clowns pants at the moment right now, actually. And I think I'm wearing a Killer Clowns tank top right now. Uh, so wow. uh, now that I think about it, under this Stitch shirt. What is Killer Clowns? Are you serious? Is this a Meet the Robinsons reference? Killer Clowns from Outer Space? I've heard that phrase before. The movie? It's like an old horror movie, right? Oh my, this is an enlightening few minutes that has just transspired. Is this, a, is this a Massachusetts thing? Are you guys messing with me? Do you really not know what this is? Killer Clowns from Outer Space no. is a horror movie from the 70s or 80s? The 80s, yes. Um, yeah, okay. And it's basically that. like... It's literally all I know. Have you seen Ernest Scared Stupid? Yes. It's basically Ernest Scared Stupid before Ernest Scared Stupid. It's literally they painted the clowns from Ernest Scared Stupid into the trolls. In, I mean, from Amazing. Killer Clowns into the yes. Trolls and Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it still creeps me out. It's, I feel like I understand it less. <laughs> so, I, yeah. It was. Then it's just be like, yeah, no, 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 the Trolls. Yeah, yeah. They like, painted the clowns into the Trolls. The clowns in Killer Clowns, they literally, for the Trolls in Ernest Scared Stupid, they are the clowns from Killer Clowns painted. They use the same costumes and masks for it. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, and it's a very so it's similar storyline. But all I'm saying is it was it awesome. was the first horror movie I remember watching as a kid. Um, okay. It scared living daylights out of me and still gives me the heebie-jeebies. And they're coming out with a game. Um, and so it's great. You guys should also look up the song Killer Clowns from Outer Space by the Dickies because it is you're, you'll love it. Will we? I think I recognize this because I think you used that song for a game in on our show before. Oh, I'm sure I must have. Yes, you definitely, I definitely, yes. yes. So That's good. how I know this. Oh, man. Maybe I know that more right. than that. the fact. I was not very confident that it was a horror movie. For Fair me. enough. Anyways, game coming out. Also, hopefully, Ghosts, the game uh, from Jed Shepard and the gang who made Host. Uh, they've been working wow, wait, on that. The game? Yeah, they've been working on the game for the past like two or three years, uh, and like they, it was through like a Patreon, and so like they've been um, 
they keep pretty well posted. It's not one of those things where you're like, did they forget to make the game? <laughs> like, so they've been shooting more scenes in it because it like combines like I mean, it is like a live action game, basically like a haunted house game um, with the cast yeah. from host. And it looks really cool. So I think this year from everything, it looks like they're finally going to release that. So I'm stoked on that. Um, and also Luigi's Mansion uh, 3, not 2, there's already a, or 4, 4, Luigi's Mansion 4 uh, is coming out. Um, and Didn't the last one they released, wasn't just called Luigi's Mansion? No, it was 3. It was 3, okay. Yeah, yeah, I just always call it Luigi's Mansion, but yeah. Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's like yeah, the, the latest one. Yeah, it's yeah. like the first of the modern age of Luigi's Mansion games. Right. Um, so yeah, Luigi's Mansion 4 comes out in 2024 and I loved three so I'm stoked on that yeah <laughs> Jay I am most looking forward to uh Dragon's Dogma 2 which I already mentioned and uh Aiden Chronicle 100 Heroes uh so that's a weird one but uh, four years ago I kick kickstarted it nice oh, um, this nice. is a game that is I love that from the company that brought you uh Suicoden one through four five I don't remember how many they made anyway um I was some of my favorite games of all time. Honestly, maybe the RPG I should recommend. Yeah, they, they decided to do something that really got back to the, the heart of the 90s um, pixel art kind of thing that they did. It's some of my favorite pixel art. Uh, ben, I've shown it to you when we were talking about like good pixel art games. That was yeah, the one yeah. that did the cool fight. And they seem to have handled this like really, really well. They got their target within three hours of the original Kickstarter. Wow. Damn. And then they just like kept adding more <laughs> and more things. But they even then they had all of their stretch goals like ready nice. to go. They're like, here's where we go there. Okay, now it's gonna be on Switch too. Okay, now it's also gonna be on right. So I'll I'll have that to play. Very excited. Cannot wait. Yeah, that, that's what I'm looking forward to. Ben, how about you? Does anyone feel like the last week of December is like the longest week of the year? Oh, yeah. Like mentally. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh, it's still 2023. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's going to be 2024. That just seems like a giant switch yeah. that we'll make in a week. Yeah. And it just like, it seems weird <laughs> mentally. Anyway, um, I would say just like last year. Oh, Corey had it listed as last year. Something to look forward oh. to in 2023. <laughs> Hades 2. Oh, anytime uh, which, now. Depending on your sources, it said Q1 2025. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. So I don't know if that's official. I just did a quick Google. We'll see if, you know, I don't know if they've released an exact date. Probably smart not. That's to when actually. my book's coming out. Oh, well. Hey. So again, you said you finished your book a few weeks ago. That doesn't mean it's out yet. No. Okay. Because you keep saying your book's out, but I'm like, I have your book. Oh, well, well. <laughs> gotcha. And if anyone listening wants a copy, I have it in PDF form. Just shoot me an email. I'll send it your way. <laughs> right. Jason right. would love to hear your notes. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Look. Uh, and then Star Wars Outlaws, an open world Star Wars oh, game, interesting. and they released uh, like a sick, like video matic animatic. Yeah, yeah, animatic. I don't know. No, it's it's a cinematic <laughs> is the word probably I'm looking for. No, video matic. Video matic. Video matic. It's like an automatic video. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to crank a wheel while you're watching it. It's automatically played. But you can. You can. I sometimes crank the wheel when I'm watching Star Wars related oh. content. Uh, and they also released like a 10 minute um, gameplay video it all looks amazing so really looking forward to Star Wars Outlaws uh, and then Elden Ring DLC They the only DLC for Elden Ring was like the combat mode where there's like an arena and that's like my least favorite part oh. of gaming usually is like fighting other real people oh yeah yeah and so I was like that's I'd rather like do a new story or, or some new gameplay mechanic or something so that, there's more DLC on the way, 
That's exciting. Um, as of five days ago, supposedly there's a leak that it's coming out in February. Hey. There we go. Shadow of the Earth Tree. Sweet. Shadow of the Earth Tree. Okay. So, yeah. And then Hades 2. Yeah, like we said, I think well, what's the, some of the things we look forward to last year, we got the list right mm. here. It was DLC for Elden Ring. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cyberpunk 77, which they, they released the big 2.0 update, and then they had the Idris Elba was it called like legions of something or other Ooh. but which looks really cool i might buy it someday liberty something yeah sons not sons of liberty that's a different thing. liberty liberty Biberty. yeah that sounds like a cool Is cyberpunk it? word liberty Biberty. Liberty <laughs> so yeah they did release uh tlc for that and that, i've heard really good things so maybe eventually i'll i'll jump on cyberpunk again but every time i go to buy it for ps5 i'm like i don't want to spend another 40 to 60 dollars on it and then another 30 for mm. phantom yeah. liberties steam deck just wait for a sale Steam Deck yeah, it up. I'll buy it for 15 bucks in a couple years and it'll be fine. So <laughs> I already put in my time on that game when it was terrible. Right. Speaking of, let's do a quick review of last year's uh, yeah. things we were looking for because those came up for y'all. And I totally forgot. Um, Final Fantasy 16. Never even downloaded it. Never purchased it. It was... <laughs> that was your number I, one I was doing other last things. year. It's number when it one. came out. I was, okay. I was doing other things. Uh, Fire Emblem Engage. Megan loved it. Okay. Never played it. Never even opened it. Tears of the Kingdom, one of the greatest games of all time. Nice. How many hours you put into that, you think? 100? Over 100. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I haven't beaten it. We just haven't talked yeah. about it because I actively didn't like it. So <laughs> It's true. It's true. Thank you for respecting my time. Yeah. Uh, Diablo 4. I played for like five to ten hours and was like, huh. It was fun. <laughs> oh, tough. It, tough was, it wasn't great, but, uh, you know, Starfield. Never even downloaded it. <laughs> I own it because I have Xbox Game Pass. Never even tried it. <laughs> Only heard. Uh, yeah, I've not heard great things Redfall. about that one. Redfall. Oh, Redfall's on your list. Redfall. Tough. Widely recognized. It's maybe one of the worst, most hyped games Oof. ever. Like, it's up yeah. there. It might destroy the studio. Oof. Like, it's, it's a bad game. Yeah. yeah. But they're not all misses. <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3. There you go. The G3. Ben's favorite game of all time. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Jedi Survivor. Um, System Shock remake. I don't even know if that's come out yet. Just no comments on Jedi. Listen to the podcast. Yeah, right. It was, we yeah, talked yeah, about it this. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was yeah, a good yeah, one. Yeah. That's solid. Yeah. That's a well, solid. well above Diablo Four or Redfall. Immortality, great game, great game. Oh, Steam Deck. Also play it. And then the Steam Deck. Oh, sorry. You, I thought you skipped it. Sorry. <laughs> I got a Steam Deck. Freaking Steam Deck, dude. Man, the Steam Deck is so cool. I love it so much. That's the greatest birthday present I've ever received since Ugh. you got me a Switch five years ago. Nice. Oh, it's so good. It was pretty great. Thank you uh, to Nick and Jason for that. Yeah, someday we should get Corey a Steam Deck. How much How much um, do those things run for? A couple hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say I had to crank a couple wheels to get that video. <laughs> That's right. And he went to town on them. That's right. <laughs> Um, what about Under the Waves, Corey? That was something you were looking forward to last year. Well, if you recall, I believe that was like, uh, I was like, oh, this Under the Waves game looks really cool, like boat core, cool. And then you guys were like, yeah, the studio that put that, puts oh, that yeah, out that's is right. like, <laughs> garbage. I was yeah, like, oh, okay, 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 never mind. So, yeah, that was that oh. one I, I gave up on. Very quickly. Oh, I forgot that's about right. Quantic Dream. Quantic <laughs> um, Dream. Yeah. Mm. So. That was a that was a quick. Ooh, oh, I'm looking forward developer. to. Oh, mm, yeah, yeah. Womp. yeah. So it was pretty much just Hades too for me, which has not Sweet. come out <laughs> someday. someday. I don't remember when they announced that last year, and they're like Q1 2023, and we're mm. like, whoa, that quick? 
They're like, See, no, just kidding. Listen, they were as confused by time this year yeah, exactly. as the rest of us were. <laughs> exactly. They were playing some gardens between during yeah, development. They're exactly. like, yeah, whenever, tomorrow it'll come out. <laughs> All right. Our, uh, we have our usual um, holiday special soapboxes. Anything about the state of games, themes in our games, visions for the future, regrets, dreams. This is the time. Mine, I'm kind of still in Jason's, uh, which is, I'm glad I'm going first, which is <laughs> noping out is okay. And I did not do this mm. until the Gardens Between, I don't think. But um, yeah, if you're not having fun, even though this is like, this is homework we gave ourselves, if we, right? We want it to be a fun hobby. If it feels like homework, we can still come on the pod and be like, hey, it didn't click with me, right? And that's fine. So yeah. I feel like that, that needs to be, uh, I need to let myself off the hook a little bit more. Uh, and just kind of like, you know, we got we got behind schedule or I didn't play this game fully and that that's okay. They, people will still enjoy the the episode. They're not listening to to like find out a full review of a game. They're listening to it because they like spending time with us and we like spending time with each other. Here, here. Yeah. I love that. All right. Corey, do you have any, any soapbox this year? My soapbox, which I don't want to snake Jason here, but I do see he has ADHD things in his Here's what I want to say that's not about, like, I don't think this is what Jason's going to say because it would be weirdly specific. Um, A thing that I learned this year that I wanted to pass on to all of my executive dysfunction uh, hotties out there um, is about eating. I have, over the course of this year, seen more people with ADHD and other executive dysfunction issues uh, ask, dear God, how do you feed yourselves? Uh, because a thing that we're known for uh, is not eating all day and then getting to the point where it's like nothing looks good. Uh, we just simply can't muster up the function to like make something, things like that. My holiday soapbox, dear friends, is this. Fill your freezer. Oh, Put yeah. steam ready bags of vegetables in Pizza. your freezer. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. exactly. I have like my plant based nugs and patties in there. I have yep. like at any given time, I have like 20 bags of steam fresh vegetables that literally I put in the microwave almost every night. I eat this for dinner, put a bag of That's vegetables, good, yeah. maybe in a sauce sometimes and like eat that for dinner. Like just don't forget, like don't force yourself to have executive function that you don't and cause your body to suffer. As a result, my dear friends, if you need to eat, fill your freezer with shit you put in the microwave or in the toaster oven or in the air fryer and your life in 2024 will be better. Thank you. I like you delivered um, it like a speech on a soapbox. I a, was like a, I was yeah, crowded, physically like square. Yeah, exactly that. That's great. People slowly hear you and start yeah. walking towards What's you. That? What's that? What's that about? Yeah. Steam bin bag vegetables. Oh, she's exactly. really she's really cooking. Executive dysfunction. What? <laughs> Jay. So mine is overall health stuff. Um, I I got uh, some like decently major surgery this year. Got diagnosed with diabetes, uh, ADHD. You showed me the scars. I, That's uh, yeah, decently major is a good way to describe it. It was more intense than I thought. Oof. Yeah. And then um, that's not even to touch the fact that I, I was dealing with post vasectomy pain for over a year and uh, still I'm doing much better now. But uh, it was rough. Mm-hmm. So uh, the takeaway is just, yeah, take care of yourself. Um, enjoy your health while you have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not to say, like, because we're all going to die. And it's like, I don't know, it ebbs and flows. Sometimes I feel better yes. than I don't. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you're feeling good, like, 
go work out, not because like, well, you got to do that because it's the healthy thing to do with, right? But like, you've got a body that works. It's fun. Yeah, right? Enjoy it. Go do stuff with that body that you like doing. Rock climb or jog or whatever it is you like to do. Go do that thing. And then uh, with ADHD stuff, wow, 42 years. Didn't mm-hmm. even know. Had no idea. And right. lots of people in my life were like, wait, no, you can't have ADHD. <laughs> You've written books. Right? Right, right. <laughs> lots of people that I just you know, barely knew were like, uh-huh. No, I, I know. That's how you told me you found out, right? It was in like a, a meeting at work. Yeah. So we're like, I have it. My wife has it. Obviously, Jason has it. <laughs> Jason obviously has it. And the whole room just stares at me. They're just yeah. like, Jason. And I was like, Jason, what? <laughs> um yeah no it's it's been great and as i tell people it's it's either no you don't or uh-huh <laughs> right no everyone knows that but those are the two responses and it's really funny i feel like the closer someone is to me the more likely we are to get the um what you can't have that right but i know you right. forever unless they also have adhd in which case right. they're like yeah. they know. yeah yeah they can see right mm-hmm. right and so just in terms of uh cory's thing about eating i have solved this for myself i make a smoothie every morning and I have it uh, for breakfast and for lunch. I have the same thing every day and the same amount of food and I've engineered it for my diabetes. Nice. But this is like a perfect example of like, not everyone has to do that. That just works for me. And, right, and, right. and it's, I love it, but nobody else needs to. Yeah, and so that's the, the real thing I've learned about this is it's so whatever you need, right? Mm-hmm. There are, I, I get all these ADHD like tips and things. And I'd say one out of three of them work. Right. And the other two, I'm like, oh, and it's not because they're bad tips. It's because, nope, doesn't work for me. I have something else. Yeah. And then finally, I got a, a book called uh, Self-Care for ADHD or People with ADHD. And I usually am kind of skittish around the term self-care. <laughs> yeah. This one's good. This one's real good. I like it a lot. Uh, but it, it breaks everything down into like emotional, physical, social well-being, career, and professional life. And the career and professional life chapter was absolutely useless to me because I already did everything in there, which also <laughs> helps me understand how I got to be here, which is like, Right. Social, emotional, am I dealing with that? No, not at all. Right. But I can get things in on time because I've already got a system of post-it notes and right. day planners and alarms and whatever it is that I need to get those things done. Perhaps I would say at the uh, expense of those other things in my life. Uh, but <laughs> figure it out, uh, enjoying some good bath time and uh, <clears throat> exercise and getting healthy again. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be in a good spot now. Love it. But uh, I guess that's, that's just updates. <laughs> It's a little bit yeah. of both. Yeah. I feel yeah, yeah. good about that. It's just nice to come around from a starting the year at like, dear God, Jason's falling apart to a, hey, things are working. Yeah. I hit my out of pocket max in <laughs> week two of January. <laughs> it's incredible. Good times. Dude, that's part of why you told me that. And that's I had chest x-rays yesterday. I'm trying to get an elbow x-ray in before the end of the year. It's like, please <laughs> nice. get the yes. orthopedic to call me. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, enjoy this blooper reel of some of our highest and lowest and hilarious moments of the year. Mega hardcore. Yeah. Mega hardcore. It's hardcore. Is it too hardcore, though? Hardcore. No, there's not not such thing. Hardcore. Hardcore Hardcore is hardcore. I love those guys. Because you love it. Because I love it deeply in my love space. I'm I'm wondering if Jason's going to have, like, you know, old tap water. (laughs) (laughs) Rusty milk. I liked this game. I liked this game. (laughs) Okay. Should have gotten water. Uh, I will try to... um, grab those little audio clips and actually put them in when we say them rather than just you having to listen to us do those bad impressions. <laughs> I'm 
gotta get this freaking duck away from me. Bad that I'm flying. I am over. Well, just get at stakes all the time. That's something that is mm-hmm. kind of scary about it, but also very enjoyable. But every time you do something, there's consequence, good and bad, right? We're talking keto diets. Steaks all day. Steaks all day. Wow. I have been Gabby. I will be Jason. Thanks, Cor. And I'm a mighty pirate. And I am too unconscious to care. Can't spell insulinian fast without insulin because my hand shakes. Right. Good times. My final recommendation is gazpacho. Doctors hate this one weird trick, and it's my disco lifestyle. They're puffity. One, two, three, four, five. It's like that episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark with the, the kid who like steals pinball in the mall? No, not the pinball in the mall. The the monkey paw? <sighs> no. The pet cemetery? <sighs> That's the one. No. Langoliers. No. 1.2 million words. <laughs> that's that's many novels. <laughs> and I do know that the fr- French word for crunch is le crunch because okay. I published about it in a Canadian journal and I had to look it up for the <laughs> translation. That's great. Le crunch. And that sounds delicious. Again, I think Ben is better at grinding. Babies need to be cared for. Dogs need to be pet. No, babies should get it together. I mean, if they can pet themselves. Get on board. Right? Like, stop petting the baby on that day. <laughs> Holiday's a holiday, kid. Here's a barrel of milk. Figure it out. It's just a paragraph. I'm going to read it real quick just as an cool. example. Okay. When a man rides a long time through wild regions, he feels the desire for a city. Finally, he comes to Isadora, a city where the buildings have spiral staircases encrusted with spiral seashells, where perfect telescopes and violins are made, where the foreigner hesitating between two women always encounters a third where cockfights degenerate into bloody brawls among the betters. He was thinking of all these things when he desired to see. Yeah, I hit this He's watermelon a thousand times or whatever. <laughs> Maybe that's why. You get an achievement for hitting the watermelon 20 times. That, that might slow you down. When the fast travel option came up, I'm like, yes, let's use that. Wait, 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 what? Seriously, dude? Oh my God, are you kidding me? Wow. But yikes. Science has proven it takes three months to kiss someone. It takes three days to kiss someone max. Come on. Cal has my facial hair genetics. It's five years. Oh, the rats are back. But like in a in a good way, not in like a, a great word, not in a Zoe Deschanel way, but like that's a great way too. <laughs> okay, I apologize what? for the thing that just popped into my head that I'm going to put in yours. <laughs> I did a rim gerb. <laughs> a great rim gerb. And this is what your students feel like. <laughs> the dynamic has changed in the last five or six years. It has. It has. I hate this fucking podcast. Uh, <laughs> what do you hate more, me or the podcast? Oh, God, I gotta go. Songs? Songs! Song. Do it, Cor. Songs! I thought this was a series of sexual bosses. Oh, okay. And I had to go through each of them. Why? So I start dating a Spice Girl, right? And I'm like, and she's like, hey. Wow. I don't think this is going to work out. I got I to gotta have my friend test you. And you're like, okay. So I go out to coffee with them and like find out like right. are we compatible. She's like, no, you have to have sex with each oh, of them. Oh, dear God. Successfully. What a weird, twisted fantasy. Until you get to the final boss. Oh. So like Fast and Furious. Sure. I don't know. I've never seen this. Oh, I've never seen any of those. Oh. Jesus Christ. Sorry. They don't interest me. You keep going. It's very Meet the Robinsons. I feel great about that. 
I don't know that reference either. I don't know what that is. Are they part of the Fast and the Furious? You guys haven't seen Meet the Robinsons? Ay, ay, ay. Because you love it. Because I love it you deeply. Love it. In my love space. Okay, so this makes me wonder, because I'm kind of anal, and you said that Ben would like Don't Starve, and I like Don't Starve, and if he's kind of anal, maybe there's an anal people yeah, like there's... Don't Starve correlation. Videomatic. Videomatic. It's like an automatic video. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to crank a wheel while you're watching it. It's automatically played. But you can't. You can. I sometimes crank the wheel when I'm watching Star Wars related oh. content. <laughs> that intro was like, if someone was like, Rich, what's your fever dream going to be like tonight? It'd be like, <laughs> my cousin Ben asked me to be at a podcast, but then the first part of it is his brother talking about diabetes and COVID like I'm at work right now. <laughs> and Nazis. Um, and then Nazis got involved. Wee oui, wee, oui, Jean-Claude. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Wee oui, wee, oui, Jean-Claude. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Ah, Pidis and Philippe. Ah, Mary my final recommendation is Gaspacho. Well, this is me. I'm Corby. That's exactly what I talk like. That's exactly what I talk like. <laughs> it's almost as good as Mark's Marge Simpson Corey Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> I love grindy games. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Some of my favorite games are grindy games. Diablo is a great grindy game. Mm-hmm. Love you, Ben. Smooches. The one on the left has real... Um, I'm broken, but I might be fun to fix vibes. <laughs> but uh, the one on the right is nicely shaped. Oh, yeah, that looks nice. I'd go to ten on both of those, man. Oh. I was not on my sex speed run uh, in this. <laughs> Are you ever? Uh. Not so much. No, I don't think so. <laughs> well, now you see how it's done, Gabby. <laughs> That's how it's done. Again, I think Ben is better at grinding. That's a lot of nuts! That's a lot of nuts! I'll take one pound of... Okay. Uh, this is just, the rest of the show is just us quoting shit. That's a lot of nuts! You go this way, I'll go home! <laughs> Birdie. Don't look at me! Birdie. Indiana, Indiana Jones, Indiana, Indiana Jones, 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 Indiana, Indiana Jones, Indiana, Jones, Indiana, Indiana, Indiana Jones. I'm such a home star. I know. <laughs> okay, guys, I'll just stand here until you're done. Like a Jew. I'd say Makuchi is very unproblematic. Yeah. <laughs> no one has ever found a problem yeah. with Makuchi ever. Never. I unreservedly recommend Makuchi. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That's true. I'm just saying, consider the Corrigan this year. Consider. Consider her. If you die in adventure mode, I believe it just spits you back into your story mode game. Mm, okay. If you die in adventure mode, you die in real life. <laughs> Do you ever just be like, oh, it's daylight out. That means that the moon is it's down. Daylight. And just like look at him from across the street. Like what? Pulling into like, the choo-choo. station sound. Like, but like none of them were like real like sounds that things make. Like I was like, Pama, or like, or like, and I was like, none of these yeah. are like, I don't know why my brain short circuited on the sound of like, what does a train do? I don't know. And yet, and yet yeah. all of them are going in the holiday episode. That's <laughs> yes. really That's the crazy part. What does the train say? Not these sounds. Not this. No. Not this. <laughs> no station does this. What, what does the train say? Boop, 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 boop. Yep. Classic the, train sound. The zebra says, My song is. Le Temps et Assassin yep. by Cecile McLaurin Salvant. German, huh? Exactly. 
and she's at the same campsite, and you just hear from off camera. Bonjour, Bluey. Oh. And like, fucking lose yeah. it. You've got me crying, and I didn't even watch oh this. God. I do. Hey, Gabby. Hey, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm uh, nervous and intimidated and excited, but I feel like the fans are spider top hat segment could have worked with Pugs Harp if there are spiders and top hats. Oh, that would have made a great deal of sense. Instead, you're a fancy spider in my mind palace. Hmm. What racist song or song by a potentially problematic or racist person did you pick, Jason? By the way, that that is not literal with this crew. Literal is when yeah. Ben says, my favorite song for the game Don't Starve is the theme song to the game Don't Starve. Yes. <laughs> my first thought was what would Ben do in doing this? Click on everything. Listen to all the Marge Simpson quotes uh, from, from Corey. Oh, you guys. Oh, you guys. Oh, homie. <laughs> my impression of Mark's impression of Corey. Yes. So oh, I'm just an American. I can't even do it. It's so good. Hello, y'all. Oh, it's just what I'm very American. Spot on American accent by Mark. Nailed it. Nailed it. I would fuck that bread. <laughs> well, what did she mean by that? You know, that's totally taken out of context. <laughs> so. Oh, no. Ben, mispronounce Godier, please, quick. <laughs> And so it's great. You guys should also look up the song Killer Clowns from Outer Space by the Dickies because it is, you're, you'll love it. Will we? Choo choo. What's that sound, kids? That sounds like we're taking a trip to the recommendation station. Come on, Whitaker. Mr. Whitaker. Right? Imagination Station, everybody? That's yeah, it. you got That's this. It. You grew up in a evangelical Christian home, Corey, yeah, with your no, road trips as a kid. No idea what that is, but... Whitaker. That one missed me. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Thanks again for a great year, listener. Uh, we appreciate you being here, and uh, yeah, thank you for your time. If you do have time sitting around the fireplace roasting chestnuts with your family... Ooh. Um, spinning a dreidel. I don't know anything about Kwanzaa, and that's on me. Um, but do whatever activity is related to that. <laughs> then tell somebody if you enjoyed this episode or this any episode of our 82 games we've covered plus side quests. Wow. Hey, wait. Just tell a friend. Tell a friend. You know, yeah. that's the best tell thing you can do friend. for our podcast. Um, we appreciate you. We appreciate each other. Uh, and yeah, check out uh, February's game which we'll be playing all of January. If you're a Patreon supporter, patreon.com slash month, uh, you'll get this game the last week of January because I, for some reason, set up our calendar very confusingly. Uh, February's game, Near Automata, not Ear Automata, Near Automata. Near Automata? Nier Automata. Automata. You were not having issues with this earlier. What has happened? Near Automata. Near Automata. Then how do you say it? With confidence. Mm. Yeah, so we're going to play that game. Near Automata. Yeah, if you have any other game suggestions, feel free to email us at monthpod at gmail.com. As always, I have been Ben. I will be Jason. Yep. And I am a holiday pirate. Aww. And I'm a relatively medium life form. While you are extreme, all-engulfing madness. Where's that? Oh, is that from the, um, the Phasmid? That's from the Phasmid. Nice. Nice. <laughs>